You said that so matter-of-factly, like, you were breaking up or something. Yes. <laughs> Listen, we are getting a two-bedroom apartment. We're done. <laughs> we are spending the money to separate amicably. <laughs> and become roommates. <laughs> this roommate, this relationship has gone too fast. <laughs> we need to <laughs> dial it back. <laughs> to platonic <laughs> mm -hmm. we need to level down to platonic before we're still planning on getting married we're just breaking up for <laughs> for a couple months it's what the priest you've been seeing for couples consulting mm -hmm. just... yeah father george said that it would be a good idea for us to <laughs> to dial it back it's george costanza um <laughs> I know you're such a huge Seinfeld fan. I love the Feld. I know you've seen so much Seinfeld. <laughs> I have probably seen a decent amount of Seinfeld. That surprises me. I don't like, I've never enjoyed it. Like, I'll put it on the TV and I go, wow, there's really nothing on. And I'll let Seinfeld run. <laughs> I'll let him spin his wheels for the 22 minutes he gets to be on air. Um, oh, we should do after worst villains. Wait, when, what do you mean worst villain? I guess we'll Best talk villains. about that later. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I can feel comfortable calling the villain in Blue Velvet the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, after that, we should do rom-coms. How many? You hate rom-coms. Yeah, we should do them. I, I uh, watched two recently, and I think I have a third one that I think I could quiz you on. Okay, I've got a bunch. <clears throat> I know you have a bunch. I'm trying to do you a solid, and you're very resistant. <laughs> I just, look, I just got through what feels like four months of movies that you were not into. <laughs> I don't know if I can go back. <laughs> it's like i have to spend the next couple of months placating you before i get to have fun again you're right we should just go back to uh classics <laughs> everyone loved that hey rigoletto if you're listening uh next week if i see that this episode doesn't have more than 25 listens it's your fault and we're going back to anime <laughs> All right, so without further ado, why to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. This is the cleanest start to our podcast in a long time. Oh, man, it had been messy and tired <laughs> and bad, but the show's good again. Uh-huh. This is the game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen while the other one uh, announces our comeback. <laughs> it's our comeback tour baby we're going across the united states we got live shows planned for the next two months 
make sure you book a ticket on our Patreon. That's where we're listing the dates. Uh, that's right. It's for patrons only. <laughs> and yeah, just patrons. So if you buy a ticket, it is for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm your co-host, Wes, and this is your other co-host. Ethan. Yep, it's our comeback. We're announcing it just like Master P did in, I think, 2010. Who's Master P? Do you not know who Master is? Little I Romeo's don't... father. Uh, you mean Romeo? <laughs> well, I guess he isn't so little anymore. <laughs> He's like Bow Wow now. <laughs> Who's become Big Bow Large Bow Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't call him um, large. I would call him substantial. Substantial Romeo. We're talking anime. <laughs> we're done with anime. Never again. There might be. Ethan has shown me all the anime he has seen. I have shown you most of the anime movies that I've seen. And I had to go back and watch more. So faker. Yeah. Fake You're anime. The fake hedgehog mm-hmm. around here. Hey, before we get into villains, can I uh, do a shout out for our new villain of the day? I think that's what I'm going to be doing uh, for this season. All right. Today's villain of the day is a new sparkling water that's hit the market um, because sparkling water is all the rage. So I decided to get a brand new flavor. Which is, of course, I can't see it. Chocolate, okay, it's chocolate, chocolate flavor, chocolate belly. <laughs> Ugh, I haven't. Why would, I. <laughs> why would you think Jelly Belly brand in general would be a good sparkling water? Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, a chocolate flavored. Right, water. so I'm, I want to make it clear. <laughs> even like chocolate milk or like a milkshake or anything like that is chocolate so water. I was I was theorizing with Kira. So chocolate water, Yoohoo is a very popular chocolate water drink, which I don't know if you've so had. So it's quick. Yeah, but th- those are okay. Um. So what I'm thinking this would taste like because it's sparkling. Have you ever had an egg cream? No. Do you know what an egg cream is? No. An egg cream is essentially a chocolate milk with uh, sparkling water added to it and some nutmeg. It's all right. I've had it. It's interesting. I think at best, this is going to taste like that. One of the big draws of Jelly Belly is how sweet they are and the sugar. But I want to make it very clear to you that this is advertised with zero sugars, zero sweeteners, zero calories, and zero sodium. So let's have a taste. I'm surprised by the sodium. Really surprised by the sodium. They're big on salt. Be... <laughs> I love salty water. <laughs> All right, here he goes. Ooh. Oh! First of all, okay. incredibly pungent. <laughs> I'm sure it's been sitting on those shelves for a long time. <laughs> it, it smells like... Um, when you leave a hostess cupcake in the sun for a little too long, and then you open the plastic bag that it was in. 
so far it seems like he's not hating it it's not well uh, let me get into second sip take a big swig take a swig the carbonation is good because what you always worry about (laughs) with the sparkling water is that they'll be flat Okay, uh, fair. I thought you were like, there's different degrees of carbonation. No, I was worried that it was going to be like flat because who knows this how is like fucking 80 old bubbles this is. a minute. <laughs> um, no, it's not bad. It, it tastes exactly like it smells, like most sparkling waters. But unlike a LaCroix, the taste comes through in like a pretty substantial way. I don't like it, but I am going to finish it. Does it taste like chocolate? Yeah, I mean, it tastes like a Hostess cupcake that's been in the sun for too long that I'm drinking. It's not cool. You didn't cool it at all. It's lukewarm. Oh, this is, I did not put this in the fridge. This had been sitting in my car (laughs) for like an hour. I was worried my next question was going to be if you got like a pack of them. (laughs) I I did actually. Oh, great. I don't don't have six of these, but I do have um, two other flavors. Which are probably going to be fine. There's an orange sherbet and there's a juicy pear. Those sound I, fine. I, I yeah, that's why I didn't want to do them on the podcast. Those spoilers will not be the villains of next week. So just to be clear, our first villain of the week created uh, a not bad sparkling yeah. water. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, really it's, setting the bar. It smells on, fucked up. On what it's, we consider to be a villain. <laughs> it's not. No, I just want to make it clear. No one should have made this. This should not be. It's. It smells so strong. Let's get into the episode, shall we? That's right, folks. We're talking v- movies with worst villains. Just a fancy way of trying to avoid saying best villains because you know, some of these villains are problematic. I'm. The gremlins. <laughs> the gremlins are fucked. We, dude. we all know that they're uh, turfs. <laughs> gremlins are known turfs. Watch us actually watch gremlins, and they're like super pro trans in a way that is like not problematic. It's the humans that are how... the problem. <laughs> I don't know how you can have. A magical evil creature who is pro trans and not have it be problematic. <laughs> That's true. And they're from China, God forbid. <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> Worst villains, so basically. Choosing to identify as Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time in my life I've claimed it. Just um, when you're saying problematic stuff. <laughs> I only claim it so I could be racist. So worst villains is basically just for a way to say notable villain. Yes, notable villain. That's a, probably a better way of putting it. The bonus question at the end of every episode is, was this villain truly notable? <laughs> Does he enter the Hall of Fame? Do they? There is a woman villain in one there of them. There is a woman there is a woman. <laughs> Thanks, Yoda. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is also the season where we return to form after many seasons of trying it out. 
we're just competing against each other. We're not competing against. We're not following the prices right rules anymore. No predictions. Mm-hmm. Just who who wins? Yeah. Who so this way best? we can actually try our best. <laughs> You know, I believe it was one of the objections you had when I first proposed it. But here we are a year and a half later, and <laughs> I finally come around to your point of view. <laughs> Sometimes with Wesley, you just have to give him what he wants for a very long time until he realizes he was wrong and it's not fun. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who are huge in the prices right and are sad to see this go, it will make a triumphant return whenever it's just one person being quizzed. Yes. So they aren't competing against themselves. If you have any suggestions for what theme of movies we should quiz the other person on, feel Didn't free to send at us one a point thumbs up. N- next year, we had talked about me quizzing on James Bond movies. Yeah, we did talk about that. Or Rocky. We had thoughts. I think I've seen five James Bond movies. Should Maybe we should hop on the bandwagon like every other movie podcast and talk about every single Fast and Furious movie. I only want to talk about Tokyo Drift. <laughs> All right. Uh, today I am quizzing Ethan on David Lynch's David Lynch's Blue Velvet. The Lynch is back. So, he is. Back. 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 back, mama. I just saw a tweet the other day that mentioned that that song is not featured in Black Adam, even though it probably should have been. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like a whole thread of all these different songs that should have been in that movie. It was James the Third. Yeah, James the Third tweeted that. I retweeted it because he was was right. (laughs) Any one of those movies would have been better than Paint It Black. (laughs) All right. Uh, why Why haven't you seen Blue Velvet? What do you know about it? Uh, easy. I haven't seen Blue Velvet because I never finished Twin Peaks. Um, Lynch is scary. Lynch is scary. Um, my pretentious roommate, who God, I can't wait for you to meet at the wedding. Is he part of the wedding party? No, and <laughs> he never would be. Um, <laughs> uh, he he could have been if we kept up at all. Um. No, so he he talked about it all the time. So any movie he liked, I didn't want to watch because he took me to see Blade Runner at ele- that started at eleven p.m., which is not the time to start watching Blade Runner for the first time. No, the only time I watched Blade Runner was also around that time. It was like late night Saturday night in high school by myself. Probably yeah, something else. <laughs> Probably something else you could have been doing, like sleeping. <laughs> I'll never give it another chance. I told you about how I used to fall asleep with my hands on my chest, reclined, like an (laughs) old man. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, sleep how you want to be found dead. That's what I always say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And what do you know about it? 
Uh, the only thing that I could take a guess at is that there is a room of blue velvet curtains, not unlike the red room from Twin Peaks. And a racer head. <laughs> and a racer head. Yeah. Um, black and white, that- but... You could that probably it, guess what color they were. Brown. Chocolate brown. Sponsored Sorry. by Chocolate Jelly Belly Sparkling Water. It's it's going to be a trip. Uh, this movie is designed to make you, the viewer, feel sick and disgusted. Do you think you're going to be able to follow the storyline? Yes. I think much like Eraserhead, the thematic through line will be too obvious and the story will be maybe boring. Mm. Okay. Ethan, my second question is, what does Baby want to do? Get in the corner. Unlike Dirty Dancing, this baby wants to get in the corner. (laughs) Any other uh, answers? Baby wants to make it big. And when I say make it big, I mean make it big. Pronoun here is important. Make something large. (laughs) That's it? Baby wants to be free to die. All right. Uh, Why does Jeffrey return to his hometown? It's Christmas. He's home for the holidays. Lynch's first Christmas movie. He meets a he meets a girl who stuck around, shook over her family's old inn. They rekindle a romance that they once had. A lot of people don't realize David Lynch is the grandfather of Hallmark movies. Of course. Uh, what does Jeffrey find in the field on his walk? Baby. Uh, Two more guesses? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A second set of footprints? Let me go with one more thing. A book? A book? He'll find... No, uh, uh, a decapitated chicken. All right. And finally, uh, this is a question that I think should probably be featured on all of our uh, uh, quizzes. Okay, what make makes sure to message what makes Frank a notable villain? The 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 rabbit from Donnie Darko? <laughs> okay, that's one answer. <laughs> that he is the rabbit from Donnie Darko. And I will be confused <laughs> as to why you mentioned him in a movie he is not in. <laughs> um, He... He's right. He's right. Uh, We, the audience, will agree with him. Okay. You seem disgusted by that, which means I'm right on the money. (laughs) Or, of course, um, he's one of the most sadistic villains of all time. You know, this character, What when we were doing this theme, I'm sure you did as well. You Googled, like, the best movie villains of all time. I know that 
Frank is on that list, usually coming in at like 20 out of 100. Or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's on there. I didn't read it because I didn't want to spoil anything. But I presume notable. Uh, for those of you curious about my picks for this, um, they are not on any of those lists. Yeah, I know you're disappointed that uh, Venom didn't show up anywhere. Venom's not a villain. Uh, now, <laughs> fucking, what's his name? <laughs> no, not Carnage. I'm trying to think the of the CEO. The, the CEO of the Life Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a great villain. All right, and speaking of Frank, uh, there is sexual violence in this movie, so just a heads up for anyone who has not seen this movie before and is interested in watching it, there is sexual violence. Yeah, we sh- All right. We, we really got to be better about our trigger warning, so thank you for that. Multiple choice questions. The song Blue Velvet is featured in this movie. Which, which song is featured almost as prominently? A, Love Me Tender by Elvis Presley. B, In Dreams by Roy Orbison. C, Tutti Frutti by Little Richard. Or D, The Great Pretender by The Platters. Tutti Frutti. Oh, Rudy. <laughs> We're going back. It's uh, it's Brave Little Toaster time. <laughs> All hey, Awap Babaluba, Balap Bamboo. Fair enough. There, one of my schools, the music teacher is teaching fourth graders songs from Greece, and I keep thinking every time I hear them practicing in the hallway, like I hope none of these kids watch Greece. <laughs> Why it's such a great musical? It's so fun. <laughs> great message. Change perfect for young influential uh, easily influenced kids no influential these kids a huge following Uh, yeah what does jeffrey do to learn more about singer dorothy a he hides in the back seat of her car b he pretends to be a pest control guy c he calls her and pretends to be the police or d he writes her a letter pretending to be her son those last two are both pretty fucked I'm gonna say that he uh, pretends to be the police. I'm sticking with the theme of blue. Eiffel 65 will guide me through this. How do you know he's not uh, pretending to be like a county sheriff? <laughs> mm. So, uh, so beige are, and yellow. Are men in gray? <laughs> well, how come they they made men in black and they made they they made men in gray? Why don't we have any really strong media presence for county sheriffs? <laughs> They're all so... Everybody loves their county sheriff. Me especially. They don't get enough love. They work really uh, hard being part of their police <laughs> gangs and denying their existence. Hey, hashtag LA problems. Hashtag <laughs> not in Milwaukee. <laughs> And I say that fully knowing that David Clark was the Milwaukee County Sheriff for like a decade. David Duke? Uh, not quite. Close. Uh, what was in Sandy's dream, Ethan? Me. 
Uh, A, eggs over easy. B, robins. C, coffee. Or D, the bombing of Hiroshima. Oh, fuck. Is coffee a Twin Peaks thing or is it a Blue Velvet thing? Coffee. Or is it just a David Lynch thing? <laughs> or is, Yeah, or is it just a David Lynch thing? I'm going to go coffee. All right. What is a love letter straight from Frank's heart? A, a bullet. B, a severed ear. C, a dead bird. Or D, a knife in the heart. Okay, a dead bird. That is... Um... What's his fucking name? I'm trying to think of what actor played the Joker. That's a Jared Leto Jared. thing. Oh. <laughs> no one he, had even heard of dead birds before Jared no Leto one, made one. No one's dead. ever received a dead bird in the mail before Jared Leto revolutionized the role of the Joker. No one no one knew about avian mortality before <laughs> Jared Leto. We, we all thought we all thought that birds weren't real or could never die before Jared Leto mailed one shrink wrapped in a condom. Yeah. And that's why we all love that movie. <laughs> we all think about it constantly. Uh, I'm going to say a knife to the heart. Knife to the heart. Uh, which is not a line from this movie. A. He put his disease inside of me. Mm-hmm. B. He we live. B. That one. We live. <laughs> B. We live inside of a dream. C. Bud, king of beers. Or D. Heineken. Fuck that shit. Paps blue ribbon. <laughs> Um, D, that's a thing that one of your friends in college said to you, <laughs> who I will learn about once this quiz is over. <laughs> I just have a story that I've been holding back for years. And you've, you're like, Blue Velvet is the perfect vehicle <laughs> for this story. With all the trigger warnings I gave. Uh, true or False. Laura Dern is in this movie. Sure. Despite coming out at the beginning of this podcast, I have no strong affection for Laura Dern. I love Laura Dern. Well, uh, there is... What? I, well, tells you everything you need to know. There is no velvet of any color in this movie. True, because we find out that the fabric, it's a reveal that the velvet is not, that the fabric is not velvet. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something right now. The villain <laughs> of this episode has got me drunk off my ass. Jelly Belly teamed up with White Claw to make one of the worst sparkling. <laughs> Are you acting drunk because it's milk chocolate? There's no milk in it. I would be... I think dark chocolate would be worse if it was dark chocolate flavored. Oh, yeah, that would be that'd be awful. Bitter. And this is coming uh, from a guy who's drunk Coke with coffee twice. It's coming from a guy who has taken Coke with coffee twice. Look, it's hard to wake me up in the morning. <laughs> I need to pick me up. 
<laughs> Kira has to make some lines for you before she heads <laughs> off to her desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, true or false, Frank kisses Jeffrey. True, who doesn't kiss Jeffrey? He's a kissy drunk. Um, true or false, Dorothy has a husband and a son. False. Son, no husband. True or false, Slow and Steady is the name of the club Dorothy sings at. (laughs) My brain came up with two jokes. False, it's wins the race. Or false, it's fast and uneven. (laughs) But either way, it's false. Fast All right and erratic. Uh, true or false? We see Frank huff markers to get high, Not like sure. a child. <laughs> like, like he gets a child's high. He's a weak man who can't get high <laughs> like a grown-up. <laughs> Eat All paste right. like my granddad. <laughs> All right, I am sending you the image now. Do I want it? Ethan, what's going on in this image? What's friggin' going on over here? Alright, so this is clearly a who from Ron Howard's The Grinch. (laughs) (laughs) You've seen that version, right? Is that the one with Benedict Cumberbatch? No, it's the it's the Jim Carrey's Grinch. Oh, okay. I didn't know Ron Howard was behind that. Ron Howard absolutely was behind that. You know, I it, feel it, like I could be Ron, wrong. Like, well, let me just double check before I start talking. Ron Howard. Before, before we start absolutely bagging Ron Howard, let me figure out who directed this fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, he directed it. Okay, because I was like, Jeffrey Tambor is in it, and Clint Howard is in it. Like, sh- surely he made the movie. I just feel like there are so many mo- directors who have a vibe. Like, you can see a movie of theirs, like David Lynch for, like, low-hanging fruit. Like, you see a David Lynch movie and you know it's David Lynch. But, like, you can also see, like, Steven Spielberg and know it's a Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. Same with, like, Scorsese or George Lucas or whatever. But, like, Ron Howard, I feel like, is the most generic <laughs> big-name filmmaker. Like, I feel, <laughs> I feel as if any movie of his that comes out could have been made by any number of people. Like, he has no s- signatures that I'm aware of. Uh, I I do. It's that Clint Howard is in it. <laughs> Somebody's got to keep his brother working. Yeah, because like I'm or, just looking at his filmography right now. He did Solo. But he also did A Beautiful Mind. Which is weird. Apollo 13. I'm not saying, like, he has created, like, Frost Nixon's a good movie, too. What you're saying is, I, I think what you mean is he doesn't have, like, a clear stamp. Like, there's no trend in his filmography where you could go, yeah, I I can tell that this is Ron Howard. He's just doing different shit. <laughs> right. Like, I've seen Parenthood, Apollo 13, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, A Beautiful Mind, Cinderella Man, 
Frost Nixon, Solo. I've seen seven of his movies, and I didn't know he directed any of them. <laughs> like if, I if would have some... never have combined any of those movies. There's a there's a game the I play line. some mornings where it's like, you know, put these together by something that links all of them. I would never in a million years have linked any four of those movies to say, yeah, of course, they were all directed by Ron Howard. Because <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> anyway, back to this picture you sent me. Yeah. Uh, so what we have here is uh, a crooner. A proto David S. Pumpkins, if you I said S, but it sounded like F. David S. Pumpkins uh singing into a stage lamp with a long old timey cigarette. He's singing about lost love, or he's singing blue velvet. <laughs> or he's singing Tootie Fruity. <laughs> a slow Tootie Fruity. Tutti Fruity, oh Rudy. <laughs> um, I also like to think that he's getting booed right now, but just doesn't hear it. So uh, David Lynch is a huge fan of just generic names for people. Yeah. Like in Twin Peaks, the villain's name is Bob. Mm-hmm. His, his friend is Mike. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take any, like Jeffrey, Frank... Yeah. Our characters in this movie, do you want to take a stab at what this person's name is? I'm kind of revealing that it's not Jeffrey or Frank. Hot Daniel. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of names that are too modern. I was about to, I was about to go like Ryan. <laughs> Riley. <laughs> Brayden. <laughs> uh Eddie. Any idea where this uh, winds up in the movie? Climax. This is a cutback between some absolutely brutal murder that's happening. This character's name is Eddie Brock. I did not realize Ron Howard also directed Hillbilly Elegy. <laughs> that had Bryce Dallas Howard in it though, right? Yeah. Well, that there you go. What? No, no. I had uh, Amy Adams. Couldn't tell you the difference between the two of them. And neither can he. <laughs> he has gone on record saying that he can't tell. He has said that? Yeah. What? He's like, I don't know when my own daughter is in a movie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on his IMDb that that's like a trivia thing. Um, but I could be wrong, as I often am. So, Ronnie, if you're listening, please don't sue me for a libel. No one goes after his Bryce Dallas Howard like that. Voice of Star Wars' Yaddle. <laughs> Which she was when Yaddle appeared in Attack of the Clones, right? Phantom Menace, do we have to rewatch these movies? Quiz me again, uh... Hey, we should we'll open a Patreon. Wes will re-quiz me on his <laughs> Star Wars quizzes, and I'll see how much I remember. All right. Well, that's all the questions I have for you. 
Um, you've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan zero and Wesley zero. Uh, this is the start to uh, notable villains. You can find this week's movie on Max. That's the first time I've been able to say. Ah, oh, fuck me. So I've actually been. <laughs> This gives us a good opportunity to talk about it because you had to do the check-in for Netflix too recently, right? Uh, I we haven't watched anything on Netflix, but I know they've been having the they've been implementing that household mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah. So I just got booted out of Netflix. I haven't transitioned over to Max yet because I hate the CEO of HBO Discovery more than a lot of other people. He's the true villain of. Of all of these movies. Finally, we get off my man Elon's back. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been bashing Elon for too long. It's David's turn to be a punching bag. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose. And on Letterboxd at E-Geese. You can follow me, uh, Wesley, at Baby Wesley on either platform. Both verified. I paid for Twitter. <laughs> you pay for the um, the commercial one, too. You pay the $12,000 <laughs> a year for advertisements. And uh, remember, Ron Howard will break Ethan's legs in two weeks. Follow it on Substack for more. Bye. Bye. I should have done one about Neuralink.